I am Jess and I am back with another episode and today we're going to talk about milk and what's wrong with milk or dairy products in general. That's something that I really like to talk about also because most people that are not vegan or maybe vegetarian are not really aware of what's happening in the dairy industry and how bad dairy actually is for us. Um, and this is actually also one of the things that have really shocked me and have really opened my eyes and um, have also maybe convinced one or the other when I talk to those kind of people um, that, you know, they they started understanding like, okay, dairy is actually really bad for us and the dairy industry is not <laughs> as great as it might seem um, on TV, maybe. So... I think the first biggest misconception ever is that calcium, which is of course found in milk, is needed for strong bones. And this is something that I don't want to blame anyone on or, you know, no one's it's no one's fault uh, when it comes to society because, I mean, I remember it myself when I grew up as a small child, I would drink a lot of milk, um, <laughs> actually a lot of cow's milk, let's say. Um, and I mean, it's it's kind of normal because I remember seeing those advertisements on TV where they would advertise like, you know, we have to eat yogurt for strong bones and you're going to grow quickly if you eat that. And so I even as a child remember um, how how much it, you know, it made me, I don't know, made me want to consume more of it because they put in our heads that it's healthy um, so, of course, great job marketing and um, any other people that are involved in that. Um, but you know what? The first thing that I would like to ask you is actually, why do cows give milk? I mean, why do mammals give milk? Why do our mothers give milk? Um, just like us humans, cows give milk after they have given birth. So, of course, the milk that is being produced by the mother is supposed to be for the child. Of course, your mom's not going to give your milk away to your dog or something. I know that's a kind of a weird weird way of looking at it, but at the end of the day, it's kind of the same because we drink the milk of another species at the end of the day. We are not supposed to drink the milk of a cow because this milk is supposed to be for the kid. Um, so, of course, we all know that we do still drink dairy milk um, and so how it works in the dairy industry is that a cow must be pregnant at least once a year well realistically speaking every nine months of course to continuously produce milk that means that therefore the cow is forcibly impreg impregnated short, shortly after birth so as soon as the cow gives birth they're impregnate impregnated sorry that word is complicated so basically a cow gets made pregnant again to have another kid and produce milk. Now, a normal lifespan of a cow is about 15 to 20 years. But unfortunately, dairy cows only live up to five years. I mean, imagine giving birth every nine months. The body can't take it anymore. You know, they get super weak. They can't produce any more milk after five years. And so then they, get, they, they die or they get shot so that the meat gets sold to the veal industry. Um, also, during their short, horrible life, cows do produce several Ill illnesses. I mean, they're under stress constantly. It's not healthy, and most of the time they don't have enough space to really live. Um, so there is also the process of when a, when a baby gets separated from the mother, 
And I haven't seen it with my own eyes. I have seen it, you know, in videos and films. Um, but it's it's a very, very horrible experience for both. It's a traumatic experience. Um, I mean, just like us humans, we need our mother. We need that mother-child connection. So they get separated right after birth, a cow from 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 the child. And it's really, it's dramatic. And also due to the fact that male cows are of no use for the dairy industry, the male cows get sold to the veal industry. So usually they die short after after birth because they, they just, they're just of no use. Um, so every year around 90,000 male dairy calves are being shot right after birth. And that's, that's quite a lot. That's a, that's a, <laughs> that's a big number. Um, okay. So now we know how horrible the dairy industry is. And I mean, that's just a short, short kind of summary of what's happening. At the end of the day, if you don't see it yourself, it's kind of hard to really understand what's going on there. Um, but also another fact is that, you know, many people think dairy is healthy and so did I. So did I. I consumed a lot of dairy products, a lot of milk, uh, yogurt and all of that kind of stuff. And, you know, I wouldn't feel the best for a long time. I wouldn't really understand what's going on. I had really severe hormonal acne and all of that kind of stuff. And after a while, when I started researching, I started understanding how bad dairy products actually are for us. Because as I already said in the beginning, this is milk for the kids of that of that you know species that that gave birth to the kid basically at the end of the day if we drink milk of another of a of a cow which is not our own mother there must be something wrong this is not natural it's really not natural and a lot of people think it's natural but it's not i mean just think about it um so there's a lot of things in dairy products that are very unhealthy for us one of those things are growth hormones so these hormones are there to make the calf grow faster. So if we end up drinking the milk of a cow, that can have several negative effects on our body, such as weight gain, because the growth hormones, there are a lot of it. So I mean, if a cow or a baby calf drinks, drinks the milk, the, the only reason is that the cow can grow quicker and quicker. So there's something wrong if we drink the milk. There's also pus. So others can get inflamed and infected which leads the cow to produce pus and it's basically basically dead blood cells mixed with diseased tissue and there's a lot of it in milk as well then there's cholesterol a single serving of milk can contain as much as 24 grams of cholesterol we don't need that kind of cholesterol in our body there's antibiotics um and actually because of the crazy usage of antibiotics in milk there's a lot of antibiotic-resistant bacteria that has developed over time. So when humans aren't affected by superbugs or anything like that, antibiotics are less effective or not effective at all anymore. Then there's saturated fat. A single serving of whole milk can contain 5 grams of saturated fat, saturated fat which is 20% of the daily recommended allowance. But most of us don't only drink one serving, because one serving is not really a lot. We drink more, way, that, way more than that. And also we eat cheese and other dairy products, which are added on top of that. So yeah, it's a lot of saturated fat. Then there's lactose. I mean, most of us know that lactose, or a lot of people are actually lactose intolerant. And it's caused by deficiency of the intestinal enzyme lactase that splits lactose into two smaller sugars, which is glucose and galactose. And so it allows lactose to be absorbed from the intestine. 
And it's actually natural and normal that we later don't have this enzyme anymore because we are supposed to only consume milk during our early years to get all of the nutrients from our mother's milk. Later on, it's not needed anymore. Of course, with time we developed and some people do have still that enzyme, but some people don't. And then they have, you know, negative effects and bloatings and diarrhea and they get they can get very sick if they drink milk. So again, is it really natural? I don't know. Um... The next question is one thing that I hear a lot. When I tell them I'm vegan, they said I could give up meat, I could give up milk, I could give up eggs, but I could never give up cheese. So what is it? Why can't we just stop eating cheese? And so let's break it down. The protein in milk is called casein. And when our body breaks, breaks it down, breaks down the protein, their so-called molecules, they're called casomorphins, are produced in our body. And these strings have kind of the same effect on our brain as heroin, of course, in a much lower amount. But when we do consume cheese, dopamine gets released, which is a hormone that makes us feel good. So actually, it's kind of crazy to think that it can have the same effect as heroin on our body. And so it's very addicting, of course, because dopamine, it's a hormone and everyone knows what it does. And even in cheese, it's even more concentrated than milk. That's why we're more, more likely to be addicted to cheese than in milk, because cheese is just a concentration of the worst. Um, yeah. I mean, it's your choice if you want to continue eating it. I mean, I do love cheese as well, and I love the taste of it, but vegan cheese. And honestly, vegan cheese is great. It's tasty, and I really, really enjoy it a lot because it's, it's yummy and it's healthier than regular cheese. So there are a few also health risks associated with drinking milk. Uh, we're not going to dive deep into it, but I mean, I kind of can imagine that all of these things kind of summarize and, you know, can cause several diseases. Um, and yeah, there are a few things that, we, that, that there are in milk that we don't want in our body. Um, so generally, a high consumption of milk can be, of course, linked to several diseases such as obesity, cardiovascular disease and inflammation and inflammation is one of the things that I'm very passionate about or I passionately speak about it because I have experienced it myself on my own body and I could see the change when I stopped consuming dairy products what it did to my body um I mean I used to struggle with acne a lot and it just showed that there's a lot of inflammatory effects of milk on people and so I was one of those people some people can consume as much milk and cheese as they want they will never get a single pimple on their face but I was the one that was just breaking out everywhere and I wasn't even as severe as other people I have seen way worse than I was but when I tell people that you know veganism had amazing effects on my body they firstly can't believe it until I show them the pictures of mine and then they're like oh wow that's crazy you know so I like to I like to mention that because it really is very close to my heart because I've been struggling with it for way too long. So um, I mean I already mentioned before that when we drink milk of another species, it's kind of not normal. Um, you know I mean if we if we think logically, most people think that if we drink milk from a dog or a cat, it's kind of disgusting, right? But we drink it from a cow. At the end of the day, it's an animal. It's an animal. And if we drink it from whichever animal, it's kind of all disgusting. Just because cow's milk has been, you know, I don't know, been on the market for so long. And, you know, we think that it's normal and that's what we humans did. It's at the end of the day, it's not. 
Um, and you know, actually approximately 65% of the human population has a reduced ability to, to digest lactose, as I already mentioned before, after infancy. And actually lactose intolerance is the highest in East Asian uh, countries. Um, and sometimes 90% of the adults there cannot digest milk because they have never been consuming milk. Also, you know, when we go further, there are a few other things that I would like to mention. Um, I mean, yes, I said, you know, how bad the dairy industry is treating the animals, how bad dairy is for us. But also, the, there are a lot of environmental effects of dairy farming and, you know, they're not that great because... Thinking logically, livestock needs more grains, so we need to produce those grains. So at the end of the day, 70 to 80% of soy grown is fed to livestock. And there are millions of farmers worldwide that approximately have around 270 million dairy cows to produce milk. 270 million. I'm not even sure if... I'm pretty sure that the number is even higher now. Um... And, you know, those dairy cows add substantial amounts of greenhouse gases to the atmosphere. Also, the dairy operations are significant contributors to water pollution and soil degradation, um, especially when, when everything is managed poorly. Um, and currently, over two-thirds of world's agriculture land is used for maintaining livestock, including beef and dairy cows. And that's... Uh, wow, you know, just because we want to eat beef... And drink milk. <clears throat> so, I mean, at the end of the day, we can ask ourselves, okay, so why do we drink milk? Why do we prefer, prefer it over other milk alternatives? I mean, I was there as well. Three, four years ago, five years ago, when someone gave me almond milk or soy milk, I was like, this is disgusting. I will not drink this. At the end of the day, thinking about it, it's so much more natural than drinking cow's milk because this is made from a plant and we do eat plants and plants are healthy for us. They have so many nutritional values for us and they will not make us sick like the dairy milk will. So at the end of the day, marketing plays a big role in it, of course, and the government and all of that kind of stuff. I'm not going to dive in deep, deep into it because this would be a way longer episode than I intended to do. But, uh, but uh, as I mentioned before, you know, they, they made us believe we need milk for strong bones since childhood. And even, you know, when we look further, people are starting, under starting to understand that dairy is not as good. Even the Canadian Health Guide has recently taken out milk as their staple in their diet. And that means a lot. If a Canadian Health Guide does that, think about it. And now, come on, guys, we live in 2019. There's so many alternatives to dairy. We have, you know, a dairy, like... Milk, milk alternatives, yogurt alternatives, ice cream. We have cashew, oats, soy, almond, coconut, hazelnut milk. We have so many, you know, also milk alternatives are fortified with calcium. In case you're scared, you're not getting enough calcium through other plant products. We have Ben and Jerry's, which are vegan. We have Magnum, which are vegan. We have, we can make, you can make your own ice cream. Uh, you can make your own milk out of oats or almonds. Um, and if you're scared you're not getting enough calcium, you know, there's kale, pak choy, rocket, peas, soy products, dried fruits, seeds, nuts, almonds, uh, such as almonds and Brazilian, mineral water and soda cereal. All of those products have enough calcium that cover our needs. So that's, that's so much more than, you know, than we can imagine. So milk is really not the only source of calcium. 
<sighs> that's been a lot. I know that that has been a lot of, of information. I really try to summarize it all and and compress it all to, you know, make you guys aware of of um of how bad dairy products are. And um, and I mean, at the end of the day, you know, if you don't want to do it for the animals, if you don't want to do it for the environment, do it for your health. I will guarantee you, you will feel so much better. Try to eat a whole food plant-based diet and your body will thank you. I mean, at the end of the day, we are only here a limited amount of time and, and don't make it shorter than it already is. So take care of your health, take care of yourself, take care of the world, take care of the animals and the environment, because that's the only thing that we can do. And now let's get to the crazy fact. Um, So actually, to stay in the topic, I would like to talk about some crazy numbers or a crazy number or a few crazy numbers. (laughs) Sorry about that. That, you know, I was kind of mind blown by. Um, So if we cut meat and dairy... It can reduce the land use by 76%. And it can halve the greenhouse gases that are caused by food production. I mean, at the end of the day, most people still think our diet does not have a big impact on saving the planet, but it does. So if we shift from an animal-based to a plant-based diet, we can create a better future. So at the end, 93% of the soy that we consume, which leads to destruction of forests, savanna and marshland, is amped in meat, dairy and eggs and fish. And most of the soy is lost on conversion, which means it's better to eat the soy directly as there is much less of the crop required to deliver the same amount of protein. That's a crazy number. And um, yeah, just think about it. You know, if you're not yet... If you don't believe me, do a little bit of research, you know. I like to discuss those kind of things as well. I just think it's really the best way to go. But because this episode is long again and we don't want to, you know, <laughs> keep keep it going, I'm going to say thank you so much for listening today. I'm very grateful you're always there for me and you're listening to this because it really means the world to me. And I hope you're having an amazing week. You're happy, you're healthy, and you're saving the planet and yourself, and you're taking care of of everything that you can take care of. (laughs) Well, I hope to hear you next time. Bye-bye.